Thoughts of the Roundtable, hosted by Paul Aux and Matt Rebar. Here's a riddle for you. You use this every day. You probably have opinions about this, and yet it's something uncouth to talk about in public circles. No, it's not that bottle of booze in the corner. It's the bathroom. This podcast is going to explore bathrooms in Cleveland, what makes good bathroom, and corporate bathrooms. So take a seat, maybe on the toilet, and let's get to work. So when I first wanted to do this project, my first kind of look was at Cleveland bathrooms, but it kind of became a whole little focus on all types of bathrooms. So Paul, the biggest question, my first question that I wanted to ask is what makes a good bathroom? Hmm. Well, I want to be that person and say cleanliness, but you know, mm, you know what, you know what really sets bathrooms, honestly, apart from, from other ones for me. And it's going to sound really stupid. It's going to, especially now thinking about it in my head. But um, broken tiles all over the place. That is how you know the quality of the bathroom. Mm. It really is. Like you go into like a CD bar, you kind of expect the thing, things to be broken and all smashed up and everything. But you know you're in a good place when the tiling is done well. It sounds stupid. I know. Mm. Even coming out of my own mouth, it sounds real stupid like most things I say. But I'm serious. I'm being totally serious right now. I would agree with you that tiling has a correlation to how good the bathroom is. Because, and as I'll explain to you later, the favorite bathroom that I came across in the field, um, as of this recording, had splash tile. I, I gotta ask you though, you've obviously come across um, a few now. How many of them played music in it? Did you, did you keep not, you know what? Not that many. I would say more often than not, there was no music, at least in my memory. Paul's question about the music, well, I couldn't really remember which bathrooms had music, but there are plenty of things that make up a good bathroom. Here's some interviews of what people said makes up a good bathroom for them. Well, first off, it has to smell good. Um, it has to be clean. You know, like everything has to work properly, like your sink, your soap dispensers, hand dryers, paper towels, whatever. But I think it's most important that it's clean and that it just smells good all the time, no matter what. I definitely notice if it's clean. Um, if I'm at home or at someone else's bathroom within their home, there definitely has to be baby wipes, ideally. <laughs> there would be a bidet. <laughs> Is that appropriate? <laughs> yeah. Is that like what you use to? Yeah. Oh. Learning things every day. So, what makes a good bathroom? Non-ambiguous signage. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, definitely like cleanliness. So it's like as long as there's like not shit on the walls, not piss in the seat. Yeah, piss on the seat or like shit still <laughs> sitting in the toilet. I'm not picky. As long as there's water running. I mean. Like, I don't like paper towels, like, just sitting out. Oh, that's so gross. That's a good point. Yeah, that's disgusting. That. It's just, like, think of, like, all the shit and, like, piss particles just coming, floating up, and, like, you're just, why after you wash your hands, it's, like, kind of counterintuitive that you just, like, wipe your hands with a dirty napkin. I think you just broke, <laughs> like, the system. <laughs> what? makes a good bathroom i love character you know not too clean but not like a dirty dumpster fire you gotta have a good medium because you don't want to feel like you're in a posh hotel but you also don't want to feel like you know you're a raccoon or something so something with a little character some designs on the wall that makes a good bathroom i would say a good public bathroom is a bathroom that's clean a uh, place that's well lit 
and also kind of first for me personally I like a bathroom that's kind of secluded that not many people know about so it doesn't have like a lot of foot traffic what's so crazy is like I'll take the extra five minutes for a bathroom like in the sense of like going out of my way do you think most people are just like I just am gonna go and I'll go to the one that's like right here or that's convenient for me uh, I think so. I think most people um, aren't ashamed um, of using the restroom. I don't know. I think it stems back to high school uh, when they would take the doors off the stalls. So I think that I have some PTSD from that. So <laughs> I think that's why I like to seek um, like secluded ones. But I think a lot of people just like, I gotta go. So here's the most conveniently located one. So we have an idea of what makes a good bathroom, but what makes a bad bathroom? And the perfect bathroom was right around the corner, literally in my workplace. Our work bathroom, and I talked to a few people on staff about it. That's a private stall. What's so good about that, man? Oh, you actually, please tell me what you think of it. It's a private stall. There's no better way. It's a private stall, my man. Yeah, but it it smells like piss. It is So you, okay, so out of zero to 10, how would you rate our company bathroom, or your ex-company bathroom? Hmm. Well, it was, it, I would give it a six until that one time it blew up on Allie when she was using the toilet. So I'm bumping up to an eight <laughs> because that was just oh iconic. Oh my God. Unfortunately, Paul seemed to be the only person who enjoys the work bathroom because everyone else who I asked on and off record were not impressed with our work bathroom. Basic. So basic. Plain white walls. It kind of makes you feel like you're in jail or a detention center. And what talk talk about our work bathroom. What's that like? <laughs> it's like it is one of the most awful smells in the whole world. I have been here for four and a half years and the smell of that bathroom has never changed. I've never that bathroom has never smelled good ever. They they remodeled the bathrooms, but it didn't make the smell go away. Like it always smells like Diarrhea and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, being Paul, uh, had a very interesting invention that he wanted to throw out there that I would include in this. We obviously have both worked at radio stations in the past, several radio stations in the past. And one thing that I always thought was interesting was how all at all radio stations ever, there's always the radio station playing in the bathroom. All the time. Oh, that's very true. And one thing I always wanted to invent was a microphone that went into the stall. Because you would hear the time running out on the songs, you know? And you knew how long mm-hmm. you had to be back. And sometimes you had to run, and if you didn't have time, I wish there was a microphone. You could just pull up real quick, pot up, and just talk. And then put it away. I think in a post-COVID world, that sounds absolutely impossible. <laughs> <laughs> When I was asking for people's help on this project, I got led to The Restrooms of Cleveland, and it's a book by Arabella Proffer, and it was a great resource. Arabella has photos of bathrooms at some places that are certainly the most interesting bathrooms in Cleveland. But if we're going to go off of what we talked about in terms of what makes a good bathroom, are these good bathrooms? For example, the Grog Shop bathroom is filled with Sharpie signatures and stickers, but it doesn't look like a place where you'd enjoy a solace for your busy time. 
The Beachland Ballroom, another venue which has like a hipster equivalent to the punk rock of Garage Shop. It has that same action going on, but it, it looks a little bit more comforting. But again, is that a good bathroom? But perhaps one of the most infamous Cleveland bathrooms has to be a little dive bar and venue called Now That's Class, where the last thing the bathroom has is class. The rich bathroom equipment is accompanied by a toilet paper that's been chained to the wall. Innovative, artistic, or maybe they just don't trust people when it comes to their toilet paper. There are some really cool innovative bathrooms in Cleveland. For example, Algebra Tea House, located on Murray Hill by Little Italy, has a sink that's decked out with paint. It kind of looks like blood or vomit if you want to be that technical about it but it's still interesting. And there's a place called Skidmark Garage, a motorcycle shop, which has a toilet on a couple of wooden frames. Talk about feeling like you're on a porcelain throne. There's a book uh, by Arabella Porter. She actually, and a few people, said the best, the best bathrooms in Cleveland are the ones that are janky. Like, you know, like the ones that have like a ton of bumper stickers well, on the walls depends. and Sharpie. That depends if you're going for the dive bar. I would never want to poop in that bathroom. I've never, I would never want to actually use the bathroom. And like, what makes it cool, I guess, is that like, it's so like, messy-ish or like, there's like graffiti on the walls and there's no doors in the stalls. And it's just like a, like a pigsty. And I guess like, and I'm, I'm assuming you would agree with this. It's just like, those kind of bathrooms are just not like good bathrooms to use. <laughs> like they might be cool to see or like experience, I guess, in the sense of like, I'll wash my hands, but like, I don't want to have to use it yeah i feel the same way there's uh, where that place um i think now that's class i think that's what it's called that bathroom is so intimidating because <laughs> there's like it's just like that it's like there's so much graffiti on the walls that it's like okay you just want to be like in and out is i don't know i feel like i want a bathroom that's more like serene and like peaceful you know what you know what um what sound and what kind of, you know, vibe I really like is this. Okay, so you're at a concert, like at the House of Blues or something, all right? And mm -hmm. you're going to the bathroom, and the the one of the opening bands is playing, and you can vaguely hear the bass line as you're taking a whiz, just... <laughs> as you're, like, going to the bathroom, and, like, you're waiting for the... You're just getting ready for the, the headliner. Isn't that a great vibe? It really is. You know, and I think something like that helps you, like, if there's no pee wall at the urinals, that's, that's a good way for me to zone out and not be pee shy, as if there's, like... Loud sound. It's, like it's always the bass. It's always you can always hear the bass line, <laughs> but it's like there's that muffled like. It's great. Some of the bathrooms that Arabella highlighted are bathrooms that I too have been to and enjoyed. For example, Porco's on West 25th has a really interesting lounge that kind of sits outside of the bathrooms, and there's like art paintings and naked, limbless, headless mannequins. Again, it might be too artistic for some, but for me, it's great. With COVID-19 swirling around like Madonna at a singles mixer for older women and young men, I couldn't really go out and do a ton of field research for this project. So that's why I expanded my research for this project and wanted to look at retail and fast food places. So I talked to a friend and she said that the worst, the worst corporate bathroom is Target. But you know who has like the worst bathrooms? They're not just only to Cleveland, but it has to be every Target in the whole world. I have never been to a Target, whether it's in Cleveland or New York or whatever, that is clean and smells good. There's always toilet paper on the floor. There's always water all over the mirrors. It's one of the most awful places. Like I, 
I don't know if they actually clean their bathrooms or not, but I hate having to use a bathroom at a Target. Oh, I disagree with that. It's probably one of the best. What do you think? What do you think is the best? The, or the oh, worst? The worst? Both. Uh, Target's up there for the best. I would say the best. Worst probably has got to be Walmart, man. It's probably mm-hmm. Walmart. Here's the thing. I've gone. No, I've I been take working that back. on my I take Target that back. focus. I take that back. Okay. Taco Bell. I got stuck in one of those ones. Uh, oh, my God. The door handle came off. It, the door handle just came <gasps> off the wall. No. So I got stuck in uh, it. Mm-hmm. So I've been to two Targets, and for me, they were both great. So this is the Mayfield Heights Target bathroom. I, you know, it, is, it doesn't look too bad. It's a lot of white tile and white tile and white tile, which kind of has like the insane asylum look. But it's actually really clean. You know, I really can't fault it for anything. I mean, the sinks kind of look like one of those um, like third grade like school bathrooms, you know? Like <laughs> So far, so good. There's like a sink that is running and a couple it's like a little toilet paper, little paper towel on the floor. It's not too bad. The walls here, the tile is like white with these red diamonds. It's kind of like 80s diner feel. I mean, overall decent, I think. So I was told to check out the downtown Target or the West 117 Target. Oh, come Target. on. Those are, those are terrible places. That's why. <laughs> I just feel like no matter what retailer is in that There's area. There's not a good there, bathroom in the tri-state yeah. area of that place. So. Yeah. But I will, I do, as much as I've never, it's been like, I can't even tell you the last time I've been to Walmart, but I, let alone a Walmart bathroom, but I do think I would agree with you that, like, I can remember it being not a great experience. Yeah. And I got to say something, too. You know, I went to Lowe's and Home Depot. I went to both their bathrooms, and I was underwhelmed. You'd think for a place that, like, prided itself on construction and building and, like, rooms, they'd have really cool bathrooms, but, like... Those bathrooms were really like, wah, wah. Who's going to those places to go to the bathroom? Nobody. You're getting your light switches, your lumber, and you're leaving. But wouldn't that be a great like investment piece to be like, oh, look at our bathroom that, you know, we've used our, this piece that you can find in aisle 12 and this piece in aisle 15. Nah, those hardware stores, man, that's for the rough and tumble. You get your hands dirty there. You don't need no fancy bathrooms. <laughs> you don't need none of that. See, but then I went I went to TJ Maxx, which some might say is the female well, the Lowe's or Home store. Depot. But that one, again, the bathroom was very, like, I feel like missed opportunities, you know? Yeah, that one might be a missed opportunity if that one's not done well. I mean, you got all the deco- mm-hmm. decor right there. Mm-hmm. It's actually funny. I've been to a few bathrooms that did not have any soap in them. Oh, those and are I'm the like, worst. how do you not? It's, I'm like, it's COVID-19 well, people season. people steal that stuff, especially now. They'll steal the soap. They'll straight up steal it. Uh, well. I one time went into a, it was a janky bar. I don't remember where. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in Parma, I think. And you know the soap dispenser with, like, liquid soap? Someone mm-hmm. had just jammed a bar of soap in there. It was just a bar of soap in, like, the liquid soap dispenser. So there's this list. It's a consumer trend report about the five cleanest and the five worst fast food bathrooms. Best mm-hmm. one's got to be Chick-fil-A. I'm assuming Chick-fil-A is up there at the top, right? Five is Caribou Coffee, which Starbucks, those left Cleveland Starbucks forever ago. So. Four is Whataburger. And again, can't yeah, we don't. attest to that. Three is Potbelly. And actually, I don't think I've we ever don't have been any to a Potbelly. I thought we had a Potbelly in downtown, but maybe I'm making maybe, that up. Maybe. I don't know. Two is Chick-fil-A. I which knew it. I, I knew it. I think like that kind of speaks for itself. Because like, you can't be the place that says, my pleasure to every customer, and then keep the bathroom They have the dirty. Lord on I their just side, like... man. I mean, seriously, they'll be fine. <laughs> the power of Christ compels this bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, number one, Culver's. You know what? I was going to throw out Culver's. I really was. Were you? I've never been inside a Culver's bathroom. Have you? No, I've never even been to Culver's. They just built one around us, though, and I, but I want to go. It looks really <gasps> nice. I've been one time, and it was insanely good. So I got to try. Okay. Do you want to take a guess for any of the worst? Worst has got to be Taco Bell. There's Come on. There's no way around it, right? Am I, am I close? So at number five, Jack in the Box, which I've never oh, been to. Oh, God. Work. Jack in the Box is the worst. Oh, but God, I feel like worst. that's probably a bad time. Four is McDonald's. Makes sense. Uh, well, I feel like they've done a good job recently because I feel like back in the day, it, it used to be like a jailhouse bathroom. <laughs> but now with the remodels, it's kind of like it's not hey, too I bad. I used to work at McDonald's and I used to have to clean the bathrooms. I know what was in there. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like people, if you go to McDonald's and get like, you know, the two Big Macs for like five bucks or I whatever. Gotta, yeah, I got to say probably... this, though. So I clean the bathrooms, both uh, male and female bathrooms. Mm-hmm. The worst is the female bathrooms by a million times. Oh, Mil- I can totally believe it. times worse. Oh, so bad. <sighs> I don't even want to. Oh, God. I'm like having flashbacks. <laughs> uh, three is Little Caesars, which is funny. I didn't even know they had I didn't think Little Caesars had a bathroom. <laughs> so it literally must be like they five Little just Caesars a bucket that in have the corner. bathrooms. That... Like, here you go. <laughs> it's just like uh, the outside. Just go around the corner, <laughs> around the back. Um, two is, I kind of expected this, Popeye's. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I can totally. Because, listen, if you have the same people that were, and I, listen, I've been to Popeye's twice, so I really can't attest. I feel like Popeye's employees do not care. What is the criteria In a good for way. this, by the way? Uh, this is just consumer trends, okay. consumer reports. I just feel like Popeye's employees, in a positive way, do not care. Because why should you? You know, you're being paid eight bucks an hour. You know, you shouldn't care. But I can totally see that translating to the bathroom being, like, the same, like, we don't care about the chicken, we don't care about the biscuits, and we don't care about the bathroom. I, I, that's just, I see it. I gotta say this, this is probably not number one, but I'm gonna make this my guess anyway, and you will mm-hmm. probably agree that it is probably the worst of all. Waffle House. I don't think I've ever been to a Waffle House bathroom, and if it was, I feel like it was cramped. I, it was like a small bathroom. Speaking of Waffle, Waffle House, I gotta bring the side story on this, just real quick. Mm-hmm. And I just saw this today. Apparently on the Waffle House application for like a job there, one of the questions, mm-hmm. I, I only saw this on Twitter, and someone had screenshotted it, so who knows if it's Photoshopped or not. But allegedly, on the application for a Waffle House job, they ask, can you fight? <laughs> can you fight? Can you fight? Wow. That really <laughs> is a little bad. <laughs> like, because wasn't there, there's always, like, fights and, like, what, remember that one guy two years ago who, like, stopped a shooter at a Waffle yeah. House? Have you ever heard of the Waffle House Index? No. The Waffle House Index is, um, you can the, the Waffle House Index is it, you base a natural disaster on how many Waffle Houses closed in a certain area. So say there's ten Waffle Houses in a certain area, okay, and say mm-hmm. um, a hurricane comes through and two of them close. Mm-hmm. The Waffle the Waffle House Index is two, which means it's not that bad because Waffle Houses notoriously never close for anything, mm-hmm. anything. And so if the interesting, yeah. So the, that's the Waffle House Index. The percentage of Waffle Houses that close in a certain area <laughs> after a natural disaster. Can you just imagine someone's like, you know, we got really hit by that storm the other day, and they were like, well, all Waffle Houses were still open, so mm-hmm. it must not have been that I bad. I have seen them flooded with, like, two feet of water, and they're like, they're still good. They're still cooking. Wow. Well, are you ready for the worst? Yeah, the worst? I gotta tell you, I didn't think they had a bathroom either. Sonic. I thought, weren't they, like, that drive through thing? They're the stop. You stop and like order in the the machine, and they that's, bring that's it out to you. That's a loaded question. I didn't even know they had one. So 
I didn't know they had one. So it, I guess if they have one, it must be pretty bad. See, I, would, I assume I would never have guessed that anyway, because that's I wouldn't have because the think... employees are so busy running the food. They yeah. don't really have time to check on the toilet. I will say one thing I got to debunk. The bathrooms of the Cleveland Justice Center are apparently the biggest crime happening in that building. Would not recommend, uh, you know, one of those bathrooms where you just, you know, do it all costs and not use your hands and then get out of there and maybe hold your breath. But would not recommend those bathrooms at all. Perfect. Okay, so we finally kind of get to the point of this whole piece. What are people's favorite bathrooms in Cleveland and why? So I would say my, my, I, if you would talk to me a week ago, I definitely would have said Butcher and the Brewer. I just love the aesthetic and it's so clean and I love how it's right. You know, you walk out and you, it's like right there's the men's room as well. So y'all just feel like you're one big happy family and also it's very clean. But yesterday I actually went to Voodoo Brewery and you know, with COVID and everything, um, it was, it was just the cleanest bathroom I've ever been. I thought maybe I could eat off the floors. <laughs> and where is Voodoo Boo Brewery, by the way? Um, it's in Cleveland Heights in Cedar Lee area. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the men's or women. Oh, and to mention, Voodoo, um, it was like a personal-style bathroom. So it was like you have your own like bathroom palace. And uh, we also talked about, and it's kind of probably impossible for me to see, but uh, because of COVID, but the Cleveland Clinic bathrooms, you said that they're like really nice in there too. Yeah, there's a, a lot of bathrooms. I am interested to know really how many bathrooms the Cleveland Clinic has because <laughs> there's a, a lot of bathrooms. Do you have a favorite bathroom in Cleveland that no. you frequently used? I was about to say my parents' house. <laughs> well, what makes your parents' house the best bathroom in Cleveland? I don't know. It's just like the one I've always used, like growing up. It's home. Oh, it's a nostalgia. It's home, yeah. And what's your favorite? Do you have any favorite bathrooms in Cleveland? I told you about the one, but I can't remember what it is. Okay, if you give me some detail, I will try and find it. I think it's Mahal's. Okay. Because it's like um, very retro chic. The whole entire bathroom has like this mural painted on it in black and white. Perfect for Instagrams because what a better place to take an Instagram picture than on the shitter. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So and the grog shop bathroom is also like a really interesting place to go to the bathroom. Um, But it's not my favorite place. It's cool to take pictures, but definitely not to use the facilities. Of course, I had to ask Paul his two cents before I shared my favorite that I discovered. Well, do you have a favorite bathroom in Cleveland? In Cleveland? Hmm. There's a couple that I was kind of fuzzy, you know, if you know what I mean. But um, mm-hmm. on a couple, but um, let me think here. Honestly, the ones at Progressive Field aren't that bad. They're really not that bad. Same with the Q. The, the arena bathrooms downtown really aren't hmm. that bad. They're pretty nice. The tiling's good, like I said. They're huge. Um... Yeah, I think I'm going to actually go with those. I feel like the benefit of having, because you know what's funny? that You said that I was just at Cedar Point, and I felt pretty confident about those bathrooms, Those ones too. are gross, The dude. only oh complaint God. I would say about the Cedar Point bathroom, honestly, there's no stalls between the urinals. And I hate, I am very pro-stall between the urinals. You mean like I'm the wall? Very pro, that little wall? Yeah, like the privacy, little privacy wall. Mm-hmm. I hate when, like, all the urinals are just out there. It just makes me a little, like, I'm a little pee shy. That's when you use the buffer. You just look forward and use the buffer. (laughs) 
But do you think, I think a benefit of having, you know, Progressive Field, uh, Q Arena, or Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, my apologies, is, you know, they have, what, two events a week? So they, they basically may, need to make sure that, like, they clean it right before the, those two events. They don't really have to worry about it until the event's about to begin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, I mean, I think it's there's lots of room to stretch out there, too, which is nice. Um, can I give me my worst one? Absolutely. It's that um, bar arcade over in Lakewood. I forgot what it was called. <gasps> 16-bit. 16-bit? That is the worst oh one. Oh, my God. That is the absolute what worst. What happened? It's just terrible. Everything, like the door is broken. Sometimes there's not even a door. Um, the sink's shitty. The, you know, the everything's, it's just gross. Everything's in there is gross. You know, I've seen fights in there, like in the bathroom. <laughs> um, I've seen people just walk in and uh, you know, it was it was oh, it's just terrible it's a terrible place all right well let me tell you so my favorite bathroom that i came across doing this research are you ready for this yeah and then you said you had a few ideas of where i could find really good bathrooms in cleveland so if you could just tell me uh yeah so at crocker park in westlake there is one bathroom that like i always go to I've been going to this bathroom, like, for years since I started going to Crocker Park. But it's right by the um, the Crocker Road garage. So, uh, like, when you get out the garage, you go down Center Street, and the bathroom is, like, right there by the exit of the parking garage. And I don't know, for some reason, like... I feel like it's kind of an invisible spot, but maybe not because it's like not in the middle of Crocker Park, but no one is ever in that bathroom. And the bathroom is like so clean. Like I've changed in that bathroom before. (laughs) It's like, it's a really, it's a great bathroom. And you said you've been going there for years. Yeah. And there's been no increase in like people finding it. And why do you think that is? Is it just like well hidden or are people using like the store bathrooms instead? Um, I actually really I have no idea. I don't know. I think a lot of people park on the streets of Crocker Park. Maybe that might make a difference. They don't really utilize the parking garages that much. And then I think sometimes the people who go to Crocker Park are just kind of like an in and out kind of thing. So I'm visiting the bathroom that James told me about and it's amazing. I mean, there's a whole body mirror. There's a baby changing station. There's like tile, like both like the cube tile and like the rectangular tile. There's three stalls with like those wooden thatch, like tropical establishment doors. I mean, it's a little, like there's a couple paper towels on the floor, but like, I think that's just to be expected. And like a nice, beautiful granite sink countertop. But what was really cool was like, it was like this hallway. So like this bathroom doesn't look like doesn't look like a bathroom almost from the outside. Like you kind of pass it, it's easy to miss. And it kind of looks like it's gonna be a grody bathroom, but then you walk in through this hallway and you kind of get back here and it's like a cavern. It's kind of incredible, I really enjoy it. It's not like hidden, but it's something that like, I feel like you could easily walk by and not realize there's a bathroom there. Where is it? It's like part of the parking garage and you know, you walk by it, and I don't think you realize the bathroom. Because I've like, been there's to that a sign. parking garage a lot, and I never know. I'm trying to okay. think of where it is. There's a sign. Yeah, there's a. I mean, there's a sign. You know, men, women, and what I liked about it was, it felt like it was accessible, but people weren't using it as much. And I went in, and it's this long tunnel. Like it's like I love that long privacy tunnel, 
And it kind of was like a hotel bathroom, like very fancy. It had like the wooden thatch door, splash tile. It was a little messy, but I, I am assuming that it just, you know, I caught it at a bad time. Yeah. So I kind of gave it the benefit of the doubt. But like, I just feel like now every time I go to Cracker Park, that's going to be my new I'm bathroom. I'm going to have to look out for this. I really am. Truth be told, there are too many bathrooms to see. I'm thinking post-COVID-19, I'll have to get out there and see some more bathrooms. So maybe expect that follow-up in 2025. Oh crap, Cleveland Local and Corporate Bathrooms was produced and hosted by Matt Rebar as part of the Thoughts of the Roundtable with Paul Ox and Matt Rebar. Interviews included James Hines, Monica Granada, Alana Crummy, Chloe Altieri, Morgan Wright, and more. For more information, check us out on Instagram and Twitter. I'm up at Reebstar, H-R-I-B-S-T-A-R.